Hey, hey, this is uh, Jeff from the Very Serious Hunting Podcast. This is Grant from the Very Serious Hunting Podcast as well. And uh, it's just us two today. It's been a while since it's just been us two. Yeah, and so we will call in um, Teddy and Brant, and we will uh, check in with those guys uh, in a little bit. Uh, Hopefully everything works, and if it doesn't, you won't hear from them. But I'll still leave this in because... We're trying a new service that'll allow us to patch in phone calls as opposed to voice video calls. Because um, Brant is currently fishing and Teddy is wishing he was fishing. Yep. Yeah. And uh, today's episode is brought to you by uh, our, uh, by us, our, us? Uh, our YouTube and Instagram accounts um, that in the past few have been growing by leaps and bounds. Um, that is due to some of the work that we've been putting in. Um, but, uh, it's, it's our season is kicking off. And so we have content and we're posting it and Holy crap. Uh, we're by the time this comes out, I'd be real surprised if we're not at 400 Instagram followers and we're, uh, we're at about 41 or 42, uh, YouTube subscribers. So, um, so we're getting pretty big, big numbers, definitely bigger than we were. Uh, the YouTube is, um, well, we were at about 30 a month ago, and uh, we were at about 340 Instagram followers about a month ago. So uh, percentage-wise, we're growing fast. Uh, numbers-wise, we're still... <laughs> you know, Baby steps. We're, we're uh, the fish that the smolts are eating. Um, right. But that's fine. Um, the other thing is... Uh, um, we want to talk about the black bear timber damage uh, depredation permits. Um, it's kind of tricky. It's not really a season or an opportunity for hunters, um, but there's open public comments about it. It's not a entirely bad proposal, I don't feel, but uh, most of my public comments have been around maybe this should be a little bit more of a public hunting opportunity. Um, so that there's some specific wording about um, that uh, there's specific, specific wording that ties the permit to designated harvesters um, instead of to um, like an opportunity that could be for the public. And they're just instead of a public hunt, it's going to be a private cull of uh, your public wildlife. So that does not seem right to me. Um, so go and read it, make your own decisions, um, and uh, figure that out. Uh, make your comments. Um, the other one, uh, do you want to pitch this one? Well, you probably know more about it than I do. I, I just do. know that it's at a brewery, and it's by Bear Country Outdoors, and we'll have our new shirts to wear. Yeah, uh, Grant and I will be wearing our shirts, so look for us. Um, if you, Although, if you're listening to this podcast, you probably know what we look like, which is fine. Um, yeah, Mama, is, see me at the brewery. I'm wearing my new shirt. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it is September 12th. Uh, so put that on your calendars. And they are raising money uh, for legal fees for a lawsuit to sue members of the Fish and Wildlife Commission and other people related to uh, to that for, for some of the, frankly, uh, improper actions that have been taken recently. Uh, and the way they're going to be doing those is uh, by raffling um, raffling some items off, uh, some giveaways, uh, a live auction, um, and uh, of course selling beer. And there will be a food truck there. 
should be a good time. Uh, raise some money, have some fun, uh, shake some hands with some people that you haven't seen or haven't seen in a while. So, uh, and we will be there and we will see you there. Yeah, it should be really fun. All right. So, uh, before we get into the big main thing, the last thing we want to talk about is the big topic this month is salmon fishing. That's all we've been doing. That's pretty much all we're going to talk about. So if you don't yeah. want to hear about salmon fishing, sorry. Uh, yeah, sorry. Cause you have to, you legally have to keep listening though. Um, if you're, if you're this far. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So we, I had planned to fish five weekends in a row and I just finished that. This is the first Saturday in, uh, in a while that I haven't been fishing. Um, and so the first one I took, uh, ron and tim out and we got ron his first um, puget sound salmon unfortunately he couldn't keep it it was a native king and so we kicked it back um and then the next weekend i went out with brant and uh man did i learn a lot on brant's boat um one of those uh things that i learned is that i can catch a 14 pound king um spoiler um <laughs> I mean, your picture's been on the Instagrams for a while with that fish, so that's true. Um, so it, anyway, it was a great time. He uh, invited us, and we kind of invited ourselves. Um, but uh, we ended up staying at this uh, at this campsite. Um, Jessica and I and the kids took the trailer over, and I took the girls out on Brant's boat with Brant, and Brant was uh, awesome. Um, and, uh, I, I learned so much, uh, you, you remember we went out with Teddy, um, should it be a year ago? Just about a year um, ago. Yeah. And so we went out with Teddy and, uh, I, I don't know about you, but I learned a lot on that boat ride, um, just right. about how, how to kind of operate. And I learned a bunch more from Brant and, some of it was reinforced and some of it uh, was new. And uh, I made a whole video about things that I learned um, on their boat. So go check that out on the YouTube. Um, but yeah, so we we went out on uh, Brant's boat. We went out Saturday just to see if we could. And uh, within a few minutes of being out there, uh, one of the rods went off and um, it caught a beautiful king. Um, and uh, the next morning, we couldn't buy a bite to save our lives. Um, so <laughs> that's the way it goes. He had been he had been slaying them uh, li- early limits uh, for days, and of course, the day that we show up to fish, he's uh, unable. We're unable to find him. Uh, but anyway, so that was that was that. That was a beautiful trip. Thank you, Brant, and we will be calling Brant uh, a little bit later to check in. Uh, I believe he's actually literally on the river right now. So we're going to get current current conditions. Assuming it would actually shock me if he wasn't fishing right now. Uh, yeah, big true. All right. So let's talk about pink salmon. Uh, a humpy salmon. Uh, they run every two years. And their entire survival strategy as a species is to flood the rivers with fish so that the things that eat and catch the fish can't can't kill them all and so that's what they do is uh, their entire species replaces every two years Um, they are coming into the rivers 
right now to spawn. And uh, they're swimming up basically every Puget Sound River um, that they can, and they're going to spawn, and then uh, all the smolts will go out, and they will be back in two years. So it's 2023, they'll be back in 25. And in the sound, uh, they are one of the most exciting things. Um, and so we'd made this comment, we're going to try and get as many people on our boats as possible this year. And, uh, Grant, did you succeed? Yeah, I did. I got, um, I got five new people on Puget Sound Pinks that had never caught Puget Sound Pink before. I got five of them. So that, that's amazing. And I, I think we shared one of those. And, uh, so I'm claiming right. three new people on Pinks. That's but I had, uh, um, I had five, I had six people on my boat as well this year. Uh, one of them I couldn't get into a pink, but he did get his first dogfish. Which is all that matters because it's dogfish are fun too. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, just so not that, super edible. Yep. And then, uh, so let's, let's just run through, uh, let's just run through these. Um, the week, the first, first uh, weekend back from Brant's. Uh, you and I, my daughter, Ayana, and uh, your brother-in-law, Ryan, went out. Right. So You want to give us a rundown of that? Yeah. So last year, I took Ryan and my little brother out um, and my son, Ben, for for Silvers. And we couldn't – It was, the weather was terrible. I had an open bow ski boat, and we were taking waves over the bow. It was really fun. I uh, couldn't find a fish to save our lives. So this year – when we went out, I said, this, this is going to be a different kind of fishing. It's going to be fast. And um, listen to what Jeff says, because there's going to be a lot of bodies moving around really fast. And he's like, okay, because I kind of told him this last year. I'm like, when it happens, it happens quick. And he's like, whatever. And I think he had a fish. We had our lines in the water by 530. And yeah. at 539, I took his picture with the fish. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, um, and so so he, this was my first ahead. time full on playing guide for you and somebody. Um, right. And playing guide is not, there was no money. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> I, no. I showed up, um, I wouldn't even let you bring hardly anything on the boat because I was trying to figure out how to run, uh, all the gear the way that I wanted to. Uh, is that the first time that we ran the droppers? Yes. Yes, it was. Yeah. Um, so go check out the droppers on that, uh, salmon fishing tips video. Uh, but, yeah, so we went out. I wouldn't. I wouldn't let Grant bring anything. I had uh, four poles set up and ready to go, and um, I wanted to run that gear to make sure I had it tuned up. Um, and yeah, we got we got into pinks. Man, it was stupid. We fun. got into pinks. Um, I know I, we lost a fair amount, and I think that was just because people, when they see fishing videos on YouTube, it's the you know the reel down and pull back real hard reel down pull back and yeah that pumping is no good with these with these pinks their mouths are so soft that you just need to get them as fast as you can to that boat so you don't pump you just reel as fast as you can um and we saw many many times i've seen it every weekend that i've been out as soon as those fish hit the wall hit the surface because we're fishing with barbless hooks and they jump there's a 90 percent chance they're going to spit that hook so yeah uh, you got to keep that line tight and the rod bent line tight rod uh, bent and the flasher will help plane the fish up to the surface, which is kind of nice, but also it's kind of a pain if you've got a bunch of line out and it, if you're not reeling it in fast enough, it'll surface itself. And 
the yeah, fish that, jumps. That's a good that's vector. That's a big fish as it spits. Yeah, the that flasher is actually a really good vector for just a little bit of slack in that line. Right. Um, and uh, actually, that's where um, the the double hook rig on the um, the Brad's cut plug really helped a lot because there was a couple of those fish that we uh, over the course of a couple weeks that I we saw two hooks wrapped in and around um, and uh, man those fish stayed pinned fantastic and then there were also fish that we caught that I'm surprised I don't know how they stayed on the line because there was such <laughs> little hook in them yeah um, but yeah we had so that was our first weekend out right you didn't go that yep. Sunday you just went that Saturday right I only went Saturdays and then the following weekend I went on a different kind of exp- expedition I went with uh, pro staffer Justin and oh, yeah. Donnie who's a, been a longtime friend of both of ours hold, um, hold on we skipped over something really important there uh oh um so on that trip with Ryan, we caught a silver and then we went back and we jumped on Justin's boat. Oh, that's right. That was a long, long day, but we did. That was a long day. Uh, so, so yeah, we went, first of all, we had enough time that we were like first in line at the brewery. Uh, correct. And so we went to lunch and then Justin was like, well, I'm on my boat just kind of doing some maintenance. And so yeah, instead he of maintenance, we burned his day. Yeah, we burned his diesel for him. Well, it was kind of as we were sitting at lunch. It was kind of a joke because Justin was texting me. He said, "Hey, I'm down at the boat if, doing you know maintenance. If you want to stop by and have a beer." And we're like, "Sure, why why wouldn't we?" Right? Yep. And then like kind of as like a, a joke, I guess I said, "How funny would it be if we just like went fishing?" And um. It was like briefly suggested to Justin, and next thing I know, his motors are running, and he's like, "Let's go!" And so, <laughs> yeah, um, as soon as we as soon as we got out, we started dropping lines too. Yeah, as soon as we were in the legal area to to drop our lines, we did, and we hooked into I, I five or six fish in like yeah. twenty minutes or something silly like that. Yeah, it was it was great, and Justin brought home a silver that day. Yeah, I know. Somehow we. Lost we- a bunch- we lost a bunch of fish due to uh, kids not taking instructions super well, and Justin's poor little son is a lefty trying to reel a big right-handed reel and rod, and he's only about, I don't know, three and a half feet tall, so he's itty-bitty. Well, little, so, little kids, inexperienced with fish, and then you hand him a tuna rod. <laughs> that's right. Justin has uh, <laughs> halibut rods on his boat that we were using for salmon fishing. Um, and, uh, well, it doesn't work the best, but it almost works sometimes. It worked enough. And now yep. don't worry, people. He has proper salmon rods on that boat now. Good. Yeah. Um, and yeah. Left-handed right. reel. One for his son. <laughs> yeah. Good. Probably the nicest reel in that boat too. Yeah. All right. So then what? The next oh, weekend, the, the next weekend, you went out on Saturday, right? I did go out on Saturday. I took um, our pro staff, Ron, and a uh, 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 kid, young man that he's kind of taken under his wing uh, for some fishing and hunting mentoring. Like a, a family friend kind of thing, right? Yeah. And uh, God, you know what we did? It was We killed a bunch of pinks again. 
Weird. Yeah, like instantly. Um, and uh, my daughter Ayana was also out on that boat. She went out three weekends in a row. And she was so mad every time I made her go to bed early on a Friday. Was so she, she super wake mad up at three? Wake up early on Saturday. No, she was excited to get up. She just didn't want to go to bed early on Friday. Well, but, that makes sense. So what what did you guys do that weekend? So that was kind of my big weekend. Um, the only person that listens to this is my mom. She knows that my birthday is coming up, and she knows that my youngest son and I share a birthday. So I just kind of have to celebrate my birthday at some point in August so that he can have the actual date. And so I decided to go with Justin and Donnie. Um, the goal was to go shrimping up in the San Juans. So um, we shoved off on Friday at around 3.30 from Everett, took the long way up to Port Townsend, um, didn't really do much that night. We dropped some crab pots, but just kind of hung out in preparation for getting an early start going up with the tides um, the way they were up to the San Juans and dropping shrimp pots. Weather looked great. Um, started steaming out of Port Townsend and something weird happened with the weather where I have never been in worse weather on a boat oh, in wow. my entire life. Uh, Justin has a 36 foot cabin cruiser and we were taking waves over the bow in that there was stuff flying oh, everywhere. Um, I, I can probably get the video from Donnie and post it as a reel. The amount of just crap that was all over the cabin and Justin comes in Jeez. and his face is kind of pale and he goes, we need to turn around right now. And sure as shit, I turned around and um, we were kind of surfing the waves back. If you've ever been on a boat doing that wow. or surfing or boogie boarding, you kind of feel the wave come up behind you and it pushes you into the next yep. one kind of thing. Yep. And so we're like, well, worst case is we're just going to fish out of Port Townsend. There's a area there called Middle Channel, I think. So okay. we're like, you know what? Screw it. Let's make the best of this. We all had beers and um, started fishing and got into some fish, which was great. Um, I think we had three or four fish on board at that point. And but then we're watching all these sailboats head up to the San Juans, and we're not hearing any distress calls on the radio. So we said, let's try. And so we turned around, and it was perfect. It was a wonderful little motor up. Um, Same. Went to the shrimping spot dropped four pots everything was marked perfectly the way it was supposed to be um and then went to a cove to drop crab pots and in the i want to say it was like a three-hour soak i took a nap but in the three-hour soak <laughs> somebody had taken two of the pots pulled them up taken all the shrimp and all of the lead weights out of it and then dropped them back in the water they took the weights too the weights I mean, that's the, one of the more expensive parts, but like if you're going to steal from somebody and you go through the process of pulling up 400 feet of leaded line with a 30 pound crab shrimp pot on the bottom, why, I, I don't, I don't get that's crazy. why they were doing this, but I mean, empty pots is sometimes a thing, but empty pots with the bait shooken out and the lead cut off. Yeah. That's yeah. weird. Being like three miles away from where they were dropped kind of thing. So we got our pots, pots got, um, there were some shrimp in the other two, which we had that night, which were fantastic. Um, mm. dropped crab pots overnight, didn't have a ton of luck. And then Sunday morning we went back, dropped the shrimp pots again and sat with them because we weren't going to get 
you know, get God again. So we yeah. let him soak for, I want to say two hours, maybe three, pulled him up and we had to kick back like a hundred shrimp because we were over our limit. That's awesome. So it was great. And the shrimp aren't like the little bay shrimp that you see in like salads. These shrimp are, I don't know, from tip to tail, probably six to eight inches long. Oh, wow. They're big shrimp. Uh, they're interesting little, I've never seen one with its head still on. Uh, they've got like needles on the front of them for fighting purposes. I don't know why, but uh, yeah. they had a bunch of shrimp or a bunch of needles. And so I'm watching Justin use gloves and I'm like, whatever, man, don't be, don't be a wuss. Then I got poked. <laughs> so I put gloves on too. Yeah. It's the way it goes um, sometimes. And then, you know, we got our shrimp, everything was put away. And so we had to get back to Everett cause we all had to work on Monday. Yeah. And uh, as we came around the south end of Whidbey, we dropped lines and we caught a three man limit in an hour. If we had better netting skills, it would have been about 20 minutes. But oh man, it was just absolutely bonkers you, right at the south end of or south end of Whidbey there. And you had a kind of mixed bag of uh, silvers and uh, pinks. I think we had one silver and the rest were pinks. Okay. Man, that's a good time. It was a great time. And then we had to clean up the boat, which was gnarly, but I had to get home and go to work. So Justin and Donnie stayed and did a little bit more cleaning before they took off. Yeah. Well, you have to go to bed at like noon to get to work, don't you? Yeah. I like to go to bed around seven. Yeah. Crazy. All right. So... That was a hell of a weekend. That was the weekend of the 12th. And then uh, last weekend, um, I went out. My dad came up. And uh, my daughter, Ayana, and uh, my dad and I, the three of us, went out. And believe it or not, we killed all the pinks again. <laughs> did you catch a limit? <laughs> oh, yeah. You guys yeah. did. And yeah. We... So we caught three and then we were going to sort through for silvers. And um, then Ayana started making noise like, oh, we did all that work reeling in that fish. And then we kicked it back. And then I had one on one of my lines that um, I had one that I didn't know how long had been on there. Yeah, so you got to keep those. Um, Yeah, you got to keep those if you can. And then um, so we did. We kept... Uh, that was number four. Um, Ayano was like, yeah, I really want to keep this one. And that was number five. And in the meantime, we kicked back, I don't know, 10. Um, right. And we uh, we probably only had come off, like come unbuttoned, uh, about five or six. And we kicked back 10. And finally, we we're like, all right, well... Um, Everybody kind of had to go potty a little bit. And so we said, we'll just take the next fish, clean up and go. And, uh, man, that sure didn't take very long. Um, so we were, I don't know. I don't remember what time we were off the water, but it, we sure didn't have a very long day. Um, and so, yeah, that's another, another YouTube video. I finally got a GoPro, you guys, uh, because I, I went pro and, um, where is it? Goad pro. I, I'm not sure. <laughs> you went pro uh, that's fine that'll work uh anyway so we've got we've got a youtube video up um the longest one i've ever put together i see where i should have shortened it but whatever shut up 
uh, <laughs> <laughs> Jerome was giving me some shit. Uh, but yeah, so um, that video's up and that rounds out my pink season. Um, and I saw you out on the water too. How right. did you do? So last Saturday, whatever the, it was the 18th, I think, or whatever last weekend yeah. was. Um, Something like that. I had my buddy Will and his son Gavin out. And we got into the pinks like we always do, right? Yep. Um, and we played the same game where we were like, we have enough pinks. We want to try and get some silvers. And so we're, you know, catching fish, kicking them back, catching the ones that were a little bit worse for the wear when we pulled them into the net. We kept, but yeah. we were waiting for the, the last fish, uh, you know, our eighth out of our eight fish limit. We were really hoping for a silver. So we must have kicked 15 or 20 pinks back. Um, and at one point in the morning, the bite just turned off. We couldn't buy a bite to save our lives. So, um, we fished until I want to say around 11, 10 30 or 11. And the wind had picked up at that point. So once again, I'm in an open open bow ski boat. So not the most protected. And I like, you know what, let's, let's pull stakes and hit the road. Um, and it was a rough ride back. The wind yeah. and the tides were not in our favor. Um, if you've ever been into the Port of Everett, that channel there, we were almost at like a 30-degree angle off of where we wanted to go to stay going straight. Yeah, the wind we was had that pushing too. Us, pushing us so hard into the docks. Um, but went home, reset the boat for the next day, and then I took Ron and his son uh, Lincoln out on Sunday morning. The next morning, yeah. And I said, "We're not messing around today. I'm exhausted. Uh, we're gonna get our <laughs> we're gonna get our eight fish, and we're gonna go." And we had Ron back at the dock by eight. Yep, that's awesome. So, got our eight. Um, came home the f- on Saturday morning. I filleted all the fish, and on Sunday morning, I made my older son Ben, who was who's been with me on all these little trips, yeah, uh, fillet the fish. And so I will say pinks are really good for learning how to fillet just because they're going to end up in the smoker anyways. Um, And he got the hang of it. He did really well after the first one, once he took his time um, and I kept sharpening the knives. Keeping a sharp fillet knife makes a big difference. It's massive. Um, So I do want to call out, um, we were not the only ones not catching silvers, by the way. The biologist told us when we got there, um, she had seen three or four silvers the entire morning and they were from area 10 and we were fishing area eight too. And they're just, uh, they just weren't the silvers to be caught. Um, so yeah, don't feel bad. Feel, feel better about that. Yeah. Yeah. So well, anyways, I mean, you told me that you told me that on Saturday, you know, cause we were yeah. texting, yep. um, well, that's what kind of made me make the call for Sunday. Like, let's just get our fish and go. Yeah. And we did. Yeah. So that's our pink season. And that's our pink what's season next? so far. Well, I know that's true. Pinks, pinks are in the rivers. Pinks are in the rivers. Pinks are still in the sound. And there's a lot of silvers. Um, there's the, uh, I don't know if we're going to do this or not, but there's the Everett Coho Derby. Um, and I think it's the weekend of the 23rd, 24th. Yep um in um in september um and that if we we'll have to we'll have to arrange it and see how angry uh my wife is um after the next couple weekends when i go hunting uh and uh in the middle of 
those two weekends, I take a night off to go to that scuba event. But if we can get out there, uh, um, that would be a crazy time. There's, there's an opportunity for all y'all to go and check that out. Um, yeah, the so. Coho Derby, um, just on the real quick glancing that I've done at it, I think grand prize is like 10 grand. Yeah, it's a good chunk of change. Good chunk of change. And I think the top five boats get paid out for wow. definitely for biggest fish, but I think there's another category as well. Lots of big sponsors for it. So um, if you want to get out and fish the Coho Derby, look into it because it should be a good time. At least it gives you an excuse to like get out and fish and yeah. possibly win some of your gas money back. Yep. And uh, so anyway, I kind of did mention hunting where I'm going hunting the next couple weekends. Um, I don't, you're not hunting until, I mean, you're not archery hunting and you're not no. bear hunting. Um, are you going out for deer this year? I don't know Any yet. Plans? My wife is really encouraging me to, which is very out of That's, character for her. You need to go. But she's also making, she wants me to take Ben, which I would. So yeah. Um. I will probably figure something out, but since my antelope hunt didn't go through like I had planned on, I have a week oh, of vacation yeah. burning a hole in my pocket. So we'll yep. see what happens there. And uh, I've got, I wouldn't say they're firm. They're like setting up. They're like in the fridge to gel. Uh, right now, the dates with my brother uh, to go out to Montana. So um, there's that. But I've got, I've got a couple weekends. Um, Ron and I are going to do a Friday after work through Sunday noon ish, uh, bomb somewhere East. Um, our, the spot I've been looking at for two years is on fire and is literally surrounded by fires. So I don't think we're going there. It is open anyway. Uh, so that's that. Um, did you draw Montana tags? I forgot. Yes. Yeah. I've got a Montana uh, general deer tag. Okay. Um, and I think the B tags, so some of the areas of CWD uh, depredation hunt. Um, and so the B tags are, and they might be an over-the-counter any whitetail tag. Um, and Whoa. you can buy as many as you want. So I should, I should either stock up on ammo or head up into the hills to hunt mule deer, um, or probably both. And uh, probably practice shooting. God, I've been shooting my bow. I haven't shot my any of my rifles for months. I honestly can't remember the last time I shot my rifles. God, we need you and I both need to do that. Um, we need to. I might. I might take a rifle on our uh, Ron and I's archery hunt. Uh, I thought it was going to be a bear hunt for you and an archery thing for Ron. Oh, no, 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 no. We're going where we can archery hunt deer and uh, also hunt bear. And so we're both taking our bows. I would say it's going to be a low percentage hunt. Like, let's be honest, but uh, it'll be the way that we want it. And it'll be, it'll be fantastic. Yeah. And you have an archery tag. I have an archery deer tag and where we were, where we are looking at going, uh, is open for archery deer and it's a three pointer better buck, just like the rest of Washington. Um, some of the areas we're looking at, 
um, are also include does. So I don't know. We'll see what happens. Um, we'll see what happens. That's my whole opinion on it. It'll be fun. Cool. Um, and uh, then the next weekend, I'm gone, probably leaving Thursday morning. For a bear? Um, uh, for a bear, yeah. Cool. It, it'll be my bear uh, slash archery deer hunt. So. Okay, so I know Teddy and Brant are anxiously awaiting our phone calls, but yes, any new any new gear that you want to talk about? Uh, no, but I know that we should uh, mention. Oh, yes, I do. Never mind. Uh, those Brad's mini cut plugs, and if you go to our YouTube, um, and I think we posted it on our Instagram as well. Um, those Brad's mini cut plugs uh, slayed so many salmon, um, and so go and check out our YouTube video and learn how we rig those up. Um, and we use the very serious hunting flashers this year that Teddy made up for us, and they killed so many fish yeah. and uh we used um the brad's mini cut plugs in blackjack and hot pink um, yeah that, the, that's the fish, my big one the fish were not picky in the slightest this year well, we were getting too. them from 30 feet down to 120 feet all sorts of stuff um my new gear is my new tackle box it's a soft-sided tackle box that has the Plano 3700-sized boxes in it. Oh, yeah. So and it just makes things, things so them. much easier. That and my trusty Yeti bucket goes go everywhere with me when I'm fishing. Yep. Um, and then just for Ron's, Ron's gear talk, yeah. um, my poles were rigged with 50-pound braid, and then I had a 30-foot liter of 40-pound mono on them to a dual lock. And then every, everything that I have is based off of that dual lock system. So I can snap in bumpers to flashers to whatever. Yep. Um, I have dipsy divers because I only have one downrigger on my boat. Um, so a dipsy diver, which did just as well as the downrigger almost. Yeah, um, they do. Would go from an 18-inch bumper. For a dipsy diver would go right to the main line and then an 18-inch bumper to the flasher to a three- to four-foot leader to a spoon or one of those brads. Yep. And he saw how effective they were, but I know he likes to talk nerd stuff. So that's what I was using. Yeah. And that's basically what I used. Um, I was, my, my poles are set up with, um, the big poles are 50 pound, uh, mono. I don't run any braid. I just run mono. And then my, um, my next, my new poles that I got, um, are, they're only set up with 20 pound, um, and so they work great as well, but they're 20 pound mono and then out, uh, to the dual lock, um, clip. And then everything is now a clip system. Um, I have broken ties with tying and retying on a salmon boat. It's slow and a pain in the butt. Um, yeah, there's generally just too much going on to really, f and when the weather kicks up and it's rocky, it's really hard to thread that line through little tiny holes while you're trying not to fall over kind of thing. So, yeah. And then frankly, I used to run with my poles fully extended, um, all rigged up so we could throw them in because I didn't want to stop and tie and tie and tie. Um, and that was a pain because flashers would be flopping around and now it's just, you just 
put them in the pole holder and go. Yep. Um, so, uh, and that's yeah, one of the, that's one of the tips that we picked up from Teddy and Brant is they have everything kind of a modular system, which helps a ton. Yep. So, uh, you need a bumper. Okay. Here's one. Um, it's, it's the right length and uh, you clip it in and, uh, okay. You need a leader. Here it is. It's clip. It's the right length. You clip it in. Yep. Pre-tie um, everything at home on your porch. Yeah. You can do that while you're drinking beer and hanging out on a Friday afternoon. And, uh, yeah. All right. All right. That so be... now we are going to, we're going to try and throw to Teddy and Brant in the field. And if that doesn't work, uh, here's what we're going to do. I'm going to, uh, we're going to throw to them and then, but we will just right here, uh, clip it and, uh, insert it. So, uh, we're going away. All right. We are joined live now by, uh, Brant who is actively fishing. Uh, so Brant, you don't have to worry about the backgrounds there cause we're not going to show video, but That's true. Uh, give us a, uh, give us a rundown of what you're doing and, uh, you are going to catch a fish live while we're recording right <laughs> that's the hope yeah so we started out this morning fishing plugs um uh right off the bottom uh the waters the flows right now uh, where we're at are pretty slow so really um uh, almost like a lake out here even though we're on the columbia we didn't have any uh luck on the plugs um i've seen a few fish caught uh here and there uh but pretty few and far between but what we're doing right now is we are <clears throat> hover fishing eggs so we're using a six ounce ball lead ball that's got a small dropper so a small piece of line between the ball and the um, main line and then from there so that gets us being able to control the depth and go down uh, towards the bottom and then we have a spinning glow that's a little flotation uh, boop uh, I don't know lure and it's got some wings on it, so it spins, and it helps to keep the eggs off the bottom. And then behind that, we're using salmon row and then a double hook setup. And we're just slowly drifting the, back. Yeah. The spinning glow gives it a little action as well, doesn't it? It does. It's. I mean, they make them in every you know shape and size and color. Um, and we're using, uh, I think okay. it's a number four. And that helps, that helps to keep it off the bottom. It helps to give it a little bit of uh, color, a little bit of uh, action on it. Yeah, it serves, it serves multiple purposes, and we don't always use them. Um, in fact, right now the flows are so low that it might even, sometimes we're actually just not even, like, not even moving. So, Wow. And we catch a lot of, of, uh, and, a lot uh, of pike minnow doing this. Um, the pike minnow are, are a native species, but they become somewhat invasive because of the, um, the, the stagnation of the water that sometimes happens with the, uh, with the, uh, hydropower dam. So they are pretty ferocious on eating, um, eating smolts, eating eggs. Hence why we catch a lot of them on the eggs when we're out here. So we do, we do, uh, always joke we're doing the Lord's work by catching those and we dispatch them um as much as possible so sometimes we catch those and and other times we do really good on the kings uh that's great info though i never knew i never knew why they were such a problem now while there's uh native fish that like grew up with the salmon right yep so yep as far as we are aware that's the that's the situation is that they are 
they are native, but they have definitely become uh, more invasive, especially when you get those back channel areas where those, where, you know, the, the dams obviously added, you know, hold more water back. And so those back channel areas where the smolts are maybe not swimming as fast as they should be, um, that just becomes prime time for those predators to, to hit them. And so, so yeah, they actually, each, each, uh, each, uh, dam operator has to have a plan of controlling, uh, uh, pike minnow. And so, on the lower Columbia River up into Priest Rapids Dam, they have a uh, pike minnow bounty program where you can actually go out and catch those fish after you register and then turn them in for uh, money. Some people make a living off of doing that. And then up in our area, they actually pay, there, there's employees of like Chelan County PUD that get paid to come out and, and fish. They run long lines and all kinds of different ways to, uh, to catch those. That's, that's cool. How do they uh, keep from catching other stuff? Yeah, I don't know. Um, I, don't know. I think they, they do. I'm, I'm sure they do catch like pea mouths um, and some other minnow fish. Um, but they, I think they try, they, they, they try and use bait and, and uh, other means that you're not going to catch a lot of, or any salmonids. So um, I don't think they worry too much about catching other warm water species. Their concern is mostly to uh, do whatever they have to do to keep the salmon uh, populations from declining any more than they have. I see. Yeah. And you, you guys have a pretty stable run over there, right? Yeah, the, the summer Chinook we're not, runs. We're not going to say. We're not going to say exactly where you are, but you're east of us, sure. and you fish uh, different rivers and different fish than we do. So yeah. You yeah. have a very different run than we do. Yeah, the summer the summer Chinook run is what they call a healthy population. It's got a healthy amount of wild fish and hatchery fish. I'd say it's pretty steady at like fifty thousand a year come back. Um, a really good year is like uh, eighty thousand, and a lower year is maybe thirty five thousand. But pretty consistent, and um, we do we aren't allowed to keep native fish, um, but there's plenty of hatchery fish around. So. Um, but we're getting to the end of it. Um, definitely looking forward to some um, brighter, newer fish coming in too. So, yeah. And the when do they start coming in? So they're starting to fish for them on the lower river. Um, we haven't had them up this far yet, but uh, it's starting. Um, I think I saw. Is that, is that the Billy Ten fishery? So that's yeah. That's they're fishing on Fall Chinook um, and Coho. So, yeah, but that's, you know, that's at the mouth, and we're just starting to see them coming over the Bonneville Dam now. So, um, you know, in the next two weeks, well, I hope I hope by the time we, uh, some of us go down to fish uh, um, the mid-Columbia River uh, in the beginning of September, hopefully there's fish there, but they should be. They, once they start moving, they move pretty fast. Uh, live from Teddy. Now it says I have no network connection for anything. Stand by. So we won't Good hear from know. Teddy for a bit. Need some eggs. Um, okay. Well, yeah. Let me. Uh, I mean, I'm yeah, pass me some. Right? You want some eggs? Yeah. These are great. Okay. Nice and uh, sticky. So, that's for by sure. The way, uh, I wanted to uh, thank you a little more publicly for uh, having my uh, family and I out for uh, a little bit of fishing on your boat. That was amazing. Uh, thank you. 
Yeah, I'm glad absolutely. We went yeah, I enjoy it. I'm glad we got. I'm glad we went out that afternoon and we picked up that one fish because the morning was so darn slow. It's it's, you know, it is fishing, and so you can't control a lot of things. But it just seems like there's times where man, we just have it dialed in, and then you get humbled like a morning like today, and that's that's all right. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Are well, you currently on your new boat, Brant? Are you on your yeah good other one? Um, yeah, I know. I don't want to call it old boat, right? No, I'm on. I'm on the uh, on the the twenty foot. Um, I've got some parts coming in to start outfitting the uh, new to me North River Scout, and currently in conversations with a motor dealer down in Oregon to get a new uh, four stroke motor put on there. So, at least trying to figure out what the cost is on it. Bummer. bummer. Big bummer. Well, it's. It is, but it isn't. I mean, I definitely could run it the way it is. It's got a two-stroke pump on it, but it just doesn't serve the purposes that I need. And I'm sure someone else could use that more than I will use it. So sell it, sell it while it has value to someone else, and put a motor on here that's going to last for. Hopefully, you always say, "Oh, this will be the last boat," but I've learned that that's not the case. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've got a boat that I think will run for a while, especially the way I fish it. And uh, I know I want a different one. Um, four people on my boat's tight. So yeah. It's probably not the last yeah. one. We've got five, including me, this morning. And, oh, I won't. No. You don't, tell, you, don't, you don't talk about how much gear you have, how much you spent. You don't talk about, yeah, this will be the last one, honey. Sure. <laughs> yep. I mean, my, my boat's a 20-foot open sled, and I've got five people on it, and I mean, we got plenty of room. We're running four rods right on the bottom um, and not tangling, but a little more room's always better. It's that two-foot-itis they always talk about. Oh, yeah. Man. All right, well, what else do we need to talk about, Brent? Oh, well, uh, trying to think what's happened since the derby. I mean, I've just been out fishing a lot, but... Um, I think I'm going to take, I'll take a little bit of a break. I won't fish uh, the fall run as hard as I normally do. We're going to get some, get that boat rigged out and hopefully find a new home for this one. And, uh, um, yeah, I'm not, I don't, I don't do a whole lot of hunting. Oh, and you said you were just going to park that uh, old boat at my house, right? (laughs) It's not really outside. It's just kind of a little farther away from, from my house, but I mean, you could definitely park it in your name if you wanted to. <laughs> well, I don't have the dollars for that. Anyway, uh, yeah, you don't you don't do any hunting, so um, you're just going to be fall fishing this year, huh? Yeah, and then my work starts picking up at the end of October, so um, as some the summer fishery works really well for my schedule, and kids going back to school and all that. It's uh, it's it's I mean. It's supposed to be 92 today, but it definitely has the feel of fall in the air a little bit. It was nice and cool this morning, and, uh, you know, the sun came out, and it wasn't like immediately needed to shed off clothes, so I definitely feel it, and we'll we'll do some stuff. I, I actually, I don't have anything wrong. I don't have anything against hunting. I think it's awesome. In fact, we ate some, some uh, I think, venison pepperoni sticks here on the boat today that my friend Jason brought, but <clears throat> I just don't need another hobby, you know? 
Well, there's only one way to get venison, and uh, somebody's got to hunt it. So. Well, there's two, there's two well, ways, Jeff. You either hunt it or you have friends that hunt it and give you venison. Yeah. Or, yep. or you know, you, you total your car in exchange for one. <laughs> it's true. I guess, I guess you can pick them up off the side of the road now here in Washington. Yeah, we have, we have some, uh, there's some people around our area that do pretty good on the road hunting. <laughs> oh. Uh, oh, at least man. they're not you going know, in. I, I just I have to say, at least they're not going into a ditch. Uh, washed out around here used to just throw them in a pit, and uh, so I'm glad yeah. that uh, WDFW and Washdot figured out that hey, maybe these could actually go to feed some people instead of just rotting away. So yeah, I I think that's a great change that's happened in the past few. Um, yeah, we'll definitely and I'll definitely go down to Mid Columbia and do some coho fishing down there. Like I said, we got that. Chinook fishing trip that some of us uh, pro staff are going on um, and so there's definitely some things in the cards but um, you know for the three three o'clock in the morning wake ups um, I'm ready to be done oh oh you got something on oh we got a fish on over here what yeah yeah oh. he's got a fish on good what is it that's Turn awesome the camera around. oh it's it's angry Turn the camera around so we can see it good well, we like angry fish I know. I had to put it on the clicker so you guys could hear it too. I gotta find the flip oh, for the okay. camera. You're my hero. I don't know if there is a flip. This. this yeah, I don't know if I can. Here, I'll just turn the camera. There you go. What do you think, Joe? Yeah, it's mad. <laughs> so Joe, Joe's out here with us. We have um, he's he's here staying with a host family from Colorado. Um, he's a uh, hockey player, and so he's on um, what I guess we can consider a feeder league um, for, for junior hockey. So he's never caught a salmon in his life. Awesome. So this is pretty cool. Oh, man, we were just talking about uh, getting people on their first salmon uh, Stop for just in the a podcast. There so, you go. Uh, that's awesome. Well, no, this is, yeah, and he hooked this himself, so I'm actually really impressed with it. I mean, we'll see. It, it, the the hard part's done. The landing part's just a guess. Oh yeah. Oh it's a. Oh you know what? It's a sturgeon. He hooked a. He hooked a sturgeon. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, this is really cool. Uh you know, it's another. What I would consider like a little um, a hatchery plant one. So. Holy cow. That's awesome. It's really cool. We can't keep it. But okay. you've caught a sturgeon, nope. which is not something most people have caught. So, oh. I, I have not. Thank you. So I'm looking at this fish right now. Um, yeah, and it's got a marking. So there's actually a hatchery program right now that's supplanting sturgeon in hopes that we will have a fishery one day. So, Joe, if you look at this fish here right there, see how there's scoots missing? These are called scoots. Yeah. See how those are shaved off? Yeah. So this is a hatchery fish um, that they planted, and hopefully we'll have a fishery one day in the future. So. Oh. Yeah, that's cool. That's really cool. Yeah. They stopped dying from the heat. <laughs> All right. So, um, I'm. Thank you. Thank Let's see you, if I can you. get that. So at least the people that are watching on film can see it. But. Um, yeah. Got it. Are you taking a picture of that, Grant? Did you get it? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, so we'll get a couple of pictures, but I want to release this thing and get them back in the water. Um, yeah. yeah so, so I'm gonna let, so we'll let, let you, you guys go. go if that's okay. 
Yeah, Absolutely. hang up. Let the oh. app do its thing. Um, but okay. Hang up and uh, go deal with your fish. Uh, All right. Brent, can you send in, me Brent. a picture of that spinning globe with eggs? Sure. Like a setup? Yeah, or this one please. in particular? No, whatever. Just a setup. Okay. You get it back in the sounds water. good. Okay. Yeah. okay. Sounds good. Yep. All right. All right. Good talking to you guys. All right. So now uh, Grant has left us because he had uh, stuff to do. And so now it's just uh, me and Teddy here. Um, and uh, when Grant is on the end of the episode, uh, just everybody understand that the magic of podcasts is we can do whatever we want. Um, we already recorded the ending. So, Teddy, why don't you give us a rundown on your uh, summer, fall uh, Chinook fishing? Yeah, so I, I kicked off my fall Chinook season here two days ago. Um, we went out and we did we did okay. Um, we got uh, one king that we could keep, which is pretty good for August, fishing up here in the reach. And um, one steelhead we kicked back and then one that was uh, undersized that we kicked back. Um, so I went out again the next day with a friend and, and the weather came in. Um, a lot of the times the weather system changes, kind of mess with them. I don't know why. We spent a lot of time talking about it. But, uh, yeah, nothing on the second day, but we gave it a shot for a few hours. So that's the, the start of my goal is to get out at least a couple times a week and get out before work and uh, really get out this fall. Summer wasn't real good for me, so uh, looking forward to fall fishing. Yeah, and so then uh, this is before work. Are you just taking your boat to work? Um, for where I launch at, it's actually easy just to drop the boat off on the way home or on the way to work. Okay. Uh, I've taken it to work before, and there's there's some spots there next to work. I'll probably fish later in the season. And and I haven't had any issues parking it at work, but I always, you know, I'm nervous all day because I've got rods and gear and all sorts of stuff out yeah. there. I I put a little uh, truck bed canvas cover over the top of the boat just to kind of keep people out or keep people looking in as much but yeah, yeah i still worry about it man that's crazy and so give us a quick rundown of um what that season looks like so it's just starting and so how long does it run because this is the run um, sorry this is the run that we fished with you last year right right yeah when we went down uh mid columbia so um this year it's there's two zones up here in the reach and it's one zone scheduled to close after October 15th and one is after October 31st. And that was, um, that was part of WDFW's initiative a couple of years ago to simplify the regulations. So, um, okay. the upper area used to close the 22nd and actually it used to be open all the way through the 31st, but they've started closing that just, uh, the fish get really booted up. They're starting to spawn and stage and, and try and leave the fish alone at that point. Um, so the upper area is going to close October 15th if, if we get that far. Um, then the lower area is, is through October 31st. But we've got an issue this year. Uh, we don't have a lot of wild Chinook coming back to the reach. Uh, we're actually forecast a little below escapement, so our allocation is, is pretty low for what we can harvest. Um, okay. So we may get shut down early. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. Is, do you guys get shut down based on quota yeah yeah and really that's the it's kind of a weird thing with up here because we're not esa listed there's no actual quota it's all managed by wdfw um, guidelines and so um they're they're managing as best they can but they don't have the same like negotiated 
allocations or anything like a bunch of the other fishing areas. So okay. it's really up to the regional biologist to be responsible and make sure that to keep that run sustainable and, and that we don't over harvest. Right. Yeah, and that, because I mean, those, those fish point, are harvested. Right? Yeah. And because those fish are harvested, Alaska, Canada, off the coast of Washington, all through the Columbia as they come up and we're, we're the last ones at the table. So, you know, that you know, old saying, you know, whoever eats last doesn't eat, eat well. Uh, so, yeah, uh, yeah, it's really just just our job locally to to maintain that run because it fuels commercial fisheries in Alaska, Canada, and, and a huge portion of the recreational fishery too. So, uh, we'll we'll get a couple thousand. I think we're allocated like three thousand wild fish, which is pretty low for us. Usually, we can catch ten thousand or so up here. Uh, oh, wow. But that should be offset. We've got a pretty decent hatchery return coming, so it should be a lot of hatchery fish get caught, and and we don't impact the wild fish as much just by. Uh, the proportion of the run, the way it's made up, we should catch a lot more hatchery fish. And so that was, you know, part of the strategy too is, is if hatchery fish are coming back, you know, I mean, it's no secret, go fish by the hatchery, right? Yeah. But they, they should get picked off as they, they move through. Sweet. But yeah, coming up into and September, that's really prime time for us because the fish will be in good shape coming in. October, they you can still get some, some fresh ones, but uh, table fare is not quite as good, so I'll be bouncing around here locally. If it closes down, I'll I'll run down mid Columbia, kind of like where we fished, and, and there's some options. Cool. And uh, you want to give us a rundown on your hunting plans? Have you been out hunting for bear? What 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 does your fall look like for for that? Oh man, we're we're still piecing together fall. Um, didn't get out for bear. Had had a couple of aspirations to try and make it happen, and it didn't end up working out. Um, did get out in the woods a little bit and saw some deer and, and we posted those pictures up. Yep. Uh, but yeah, coming up here, um, with Labor Day, we're going to be up in, in hunting territory. So I'm going to have a rifle with me and see if we can get out, at least get out of and go looking for them. Good, good. Yeah. If you find any, let me know. I'm, I'm on the hunt too. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'd like to go. I want to get back to that spot that, that I sent your fins to last year and go check it out. Um, yeah, muzzleloader elk is coming up uh, September. Uh, I'm planning on probably four days with a, a friend from work, and then we're going to start rolling into general deer season, late season deer, and I've had an Idaho deer tag to fill. Awesome. Well, cool. Well, yeah. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna let you go. Uh, thanks for checking in with us, and um, good luck fishing and good luck hunting. Keep us posted. I know you will. Uh, yeah, yeah. Keep. Keep your eyes on uh, on our social media. We'll get all sorts of pictures posted up as things come yeah. on. Um, imagine this will be a, a shorter podcast. Uh, this is actually going to be a longer podcast because we checked in with Brand a minute ago, and he caught a fish. Oh, that's right. On uh, They just caught a sturgeon. Um, nice. Uh, while we were on the phone with him, and then uh, Grant and I talked about pinks earlier. So... Um, we're, we're going to have uh, – it's going to be a little bit different podcast um, with some call-in. I, I kind of like this. Yeah. We're going to try some stuff. I'm uh, looking forward to listening. I should tell you – I should tell you uh, we are now officially higher on my on the YouTube than my personal account. We're at 41 uh, versus 39, and we are higher than my personal Instagram account. We're at, uh, we're at 398. Um, nice. When, when are we Instagram. doing that giveaway again? 
we're doing a giveaway at 500 and that is that uh costa backpack that uh is right there i'm pointing but nobody can see um all right but yeah so get so. your friends to uh subscribe and follow and we'll get that thing sent out yeah share with your buddies all right uh well i'll let you get back to it i know you got a busy weekend uh, and a bunch of blue drink and some sunshine so uh yeah washington apples and whiskey and cokes and yeah yeah so, sounds amazing all right, man. Uh, take it easy, and uh, thanks for checking. All right. In. Yep. All right. See you, Jeff. And we're back. That was really great to hear from uh, Teddy and Brant, wasn't it? That was great. Yeah. <laughs> um. So. Uh, yeah, it was great. Uh, everybody, thank you for listening. Um, we're gonna go and uh, really call Teddy and Brant now, and uh, then we'll all clip it all clip it all together, and hopefully it makes sense. Uh, but everybody, thank you for listening. We will see you at Skookum. We will see you in the field. If you see us wearing our shirts or our hat, come and give Grant a big hug. He loves that. Yeah, um, he does. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, bye, Mom. Bye, Jessica. Bye, Mom. Bye, Jill. Bye, Jima. <laughs> <laughs>